Hello and welcome to <clears throat> Geeks Can't, the home of RPG goodness and general tomfoolery. My name is Zach and my host for the evening is the Dapper DM, Troy Sandlin. Hi-ho, y'all. Today, uh, Troy, what... So we've, we've been chatting already in the pre-show uh, a about, bit about Kickstarters, um, but today we're going to talk some more about Kickstarter. We've got a Kickstarter roundup, a Kickstarter corner for mm-hmm. everybody. Uh, and since it's just you and I, um, we've got a short, fast list uh, to roll through, but there's a couple big projects uh, yep. that, that we, we, couldn't, we couldn't not talk about. Yeah, you can't some, not talk about these two. Right. And then there are some funky ones that we want to make sure to cover. So, uh, shall we get into it? I think we shall. All right, let's do it. Uh, If you're watching this live, you can follow along. Uh, I'll try to post links as we go through it, and uh, you can also check it out as I scroll through. Uh, If you're not watching live, all these links should be down in the show notes, um, and be sure to check them out as soon as you can, because some of them might be going away rather quickly. Yes. All right. Let's do this thing. Here we go. All right. The first project that we're going to talk about um, is one that I'm bringing to the table. It is called Soul Burner. And it is for the Morkborg system, but kind of not really. Oh, okay. Um, Soul Burner RPG is a scorched post-death exploration, a standalone bridge between Morkborg and the Necronautilus RPG. Mm. Which is weird. It's weird. Um, all right, so I'm going to give you the fuller rundown here. It says, Soul Burner is a standalone RPG for two to six players combining the death metal dark fantasy flavor and mechanics of Morkborg. All right, so system of Morkborg. With the themes of death, compulsion, and faulty memory from the stoner metal sci-fi fantasy game Necronautilus. In it, heaps of fresh ash and ember gain humanoid form in search of truth and revenge, discovering who they were and who they want to be along their violent way with your creativity and brutality at the helm. Doesn't that sound not so? Very, uh, very evocative. Uh, so here, here's what it includes. It includes new complete core mechanics for absorbing, channeling, becoming weapons and intentions through your ashen corpse. You don't need Morgborg or Necronautilus to play Soul Burner. It also comes with Ash, a unique player class for the Once Dead, operating in a brand new way that is familiar but fresh. A gallery of conflagrating creatures to stand in your way, collections of memories and moments to jumpstart your creativity and start you on your vengeful pursuits. The Fate Warden, a feared and hated figure in constant pursuit of those who defy death. Dozens of randomizable character elements, story hooks, and complications for use when dice or tarot cards uh, with dice and or tarot cards to malform your afterlife adventures. Uh, Cauter, an arid setting full of sun worship, volcanic activity, boiling subterranean church swamps, and a hellfire for your crumbling corpse to explore. And the Boiling Blood of God, a complete adventure module for a gang of ashen freaks to travel a horrible afterlife together. Wow. <laughs> That's <laughs> right? a lot. That is a lot to take in. Right? Ugh. 
it, it but it it, it, do, it does sound pretty cool. I mean, but it, yeah, bizarre. This is the proper placement for the word. Yeah, bizarre. Yeah, I this was a book that I said yes to in the first paragraph. I'm not gonna lie. I did not read through much more than what I just told you guys. And I was like, yeah, sure. Yeah, <laughs> like, okay. The weirder, the better sometimes for me. And this one is super weird. Um, so let's, let's do it. Um, what do you think, Troy? Other than I, it being bizarre. I, it, it sounds cool. I, I like, I mean, it, it's one of those things where I don't know if it's for me, but just reading through all that or having you read through all that, yeah. it's like, I don't know if it's for me, but I would not be against giving it a shot to see mm-hmm. because it's just like, I don't know. I want to know. I want to know. Yeah. What, yeah. I want to know what, what the ash is and who the fate warden is. I want to know what Carter is like the, the, the strange setting. Um, it, it just, it just sounds so, weird and twisted in in that kind of interesting and I got to know more away. You know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of Scrap Rats that we put together oh, in the okay. sense of like, let's take this system and these ideas from this system and let's smash it together. Okay. Right? Yeah, I can see that. Um, and I, there's something that like gets me excited. Mm-hmm. Like... I don't know. It's like the next phase in RPG obsession. Like first stage is you love D and D or you love Starfinder or something, right? Second stage is I love Starfinder and Pathfinder, right? You go one step out. Third stage is I love it all. Give me everything. Fourth stage is I love it all in a blender. Yeah, I love it all in a blender. Just yes, it's a, it's like when you were a kid and you went to the skating rink and you got a fountain soda and you got what they call the suicides. You know, or the you, hurricane or whatever. <laughs> yeah, tornado yeah. here in Kansas. Yeah. Oh, it's tornado. Yeah, we uh, here in Indiana it, we called them suicides because we just got a bit of all of it and and just went for it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right. So this is, uh, it's not the cheapest of books. I'll go ahead and forewarn you there. Um, it is $5 for PD. I'm going to back up there. Hang on a minute. $13 for a PDF. Yeah. It is $27 for the PDF and soft cover. And it's not a huge book. I think they're looking at about 40 plus pages. So. Oh, well, that's, I mean, it, it's it like a zine. Look, yeah, it's a, it's a zine, but I mean, it, it definitely has the, the Mark Borg esque. Mm-hmm. Um, visual palette, which is it is very enjoyable. I do like the layout style of yeah. most Morkborg books. Yeah, yeah. All right. So that was Soul Burner. Uh, Soul Burner uh, has eight thousand three hundred dollars of its twenty five hundred dollar goal. Two hundred and seventeen backers, but only four days to go as of this recording on Sunday the seventeenth. So. Get it done quick, folks. Get it done. All right. Uh, Troy, we are going from Soul Burner to Hereafter. Tell me about Hereafter. Uh, oddly enough, Hereafter is 
doing the same thing kind of that uh, Soulburner does. This is what happens after your character dies or your characters. And uh, you're taking to the, you're taking to this uh, afterworld where there's these three entities that are competing. They're demigods. You have the green lady, the ruddy man and the pale one. And what they're doing is they are trying to ascend themselves to godhood. And the way they do that is by collecting souls. So when you are, when you, when you die, you go to this after this hereafter and Mm. the demigods are there to kind of try and, you know, uh, my, I get the feeling that they're trying to get you to pledge their, your soul to one of them. So that way they can garner more and more souls to, to ascend. And it just, it just sounded like a really cool um, idea. They, they have a, a new class called the Tinker. Mm-hmm. Um, you get a death certificate that you can, that the, 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 the DM can fill out so that you can have an official death certificate for your character. Um, the artwork is I really dig the artwork. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And it comes with uh, hereafter is an actual setting, and you know it's it's detailed out, but they say it's not detailed out so much that you can't twist and tweak to, so it fits into your own campaign world or afterworld kind of a thing. So help me out, Troy. Is this meant to be a when your character dies? Here's a campaign, or is it the concept of let's play a campaign where you play as dead characters. Like you understand the difference? Like, yes. Yes. Um, I have a, f- I think I got the impression when I watched the video that it's kind of like uh, a way to earn your, it's, it's a way to get back to life. Hmm. It's kind of like, you know, you, you've been, you're kind of stuck in this strange offshoot mm-hmm. of purgatory and there is the promise of possibly being able to go back. So you mm-hmm. have to go through this little campaign. And it's set for sixth level, but they do have rules in there that you can run it anywhere from first mm-hmm. to tenth. Now, I kind of feel like, you know, there was one other uh, similar to this that we talked about a couple months ago, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And it's not it's not expensive, neither. And I don't think the other one was either. Um you can get the whole the whole shebang, even set up for Foundry, for thirty five dollars. Hmm. Um, hmm. And I believe it's all it's all just PDF. Mm-hmm. So you can get it and, and just go. And I think you you, you kind of maybe want to have this in your back pocket for in case uh, a TPK happens in your home campaign. Yeah, I was gonna say TPK. Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, it's all. It's yeah. all PDF VTT, yeah. yeah. Unless, unless you really wanted to be, unless you have a story that you really, really want to tell, you could do one of those forced TPK type things <laughs> and have this in your back pocket, yeah, to, to then continue on the campaign. Which I mean, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know about that. Yeah, it's tricky. That's always it's, a tricky that's, proposition. That's, that's a tricky call. Yeah, but I mean. You know what I'd like to have though as a as an option. I'd like a book. I think it would have to be a full book full of options, okay, variety. But I'd love to have a book full of options, full of solo one shot 
adventures for when a character dies. So, hmm. so it, yeah, exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just think that would be, that would be super handy because, you know, especially in D and D, right. It's a, it's a game that's supposed to be heroic and sometimes a character should die and they should be dead period. Right. Mm-hmm. But another chunk of the time, like you have a great opportunity for story if you can make it feel legitimate to bring them back. Right. Yeah. Um, and, or sometimes you kill somebody on accident and now coming from me, I know that sounds, yeah. Well, it's like, what? Oh, shouldn't they all be from accident? But some of this is like super from accident, right? Like kind of like what John talked about in our very first episode, the, the, the character who would be King. Yeah. Yeah. Bites it in in like one of the first adventures, and yeah. uh, it's like, oh well, crap! Yeah. Now what do we do? Exactly. And those are the times when you're like, this doesn't work at all. But I can grab this book off my shelf, and it has twelve different one shots that I can pick from to find the one that like either that works idea. or that's close enough that I can bend it to work mm-hmm. to make to bring back that guy in a way that feels meaningful and earned and. It still has consequence in my, in my way of doing it. Each one of those 12 would have like a, a, you would end up with like a promise that you have to uphold or a contract or, you know, there's a, there's a bane against your character or there's something that happens that you carry with you now. See, yes, because I, I will say this, that is one of the things about, you know, fifth edition D and D from Watsy mm-hmm. that I cannot stand. Mm-hmm. Death has no consequence. I mean, and it does it in D and D really anyway, right? Yeah. But yeah. but they make it so easy and so inconsequential. It's it's a mm-hmm. minor hiccup at best mm-hmm. if your character mm-hmm. dies. And even in Adventurers League, yeah. now now in current Adventurers League rules, you you die. It's like oh. You can just come back. Oh, you don't have enough money to come back. Okay, well, you just, you know, you lost a magic item. Yep. Oh, you don't have a magic item? Well, then you just lost the ability of getting a magic item the next time yeah. you can get a magic item. It's like, yeah. really? Well, then, yeah. then what's the point? Yeah. I love the idea of there being consequence. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyhow, there's another book idea. Uh, so hereafter just launched, it has 12 days to go. 60 backers, uh, have joined on so far. It is already funded with $1,600 of its thousand dollar goal. And, uh, so you have plenty of time to hop on board for the hereafter. For the hereafter. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just, I, I kind of dig this kind of stuff. I like the, I like the idea of having this stuff in your back pocket in case, uh, something goes sideways. Yeah. And And if it never goes sideways, it's still a cool little game to run, you know, could be a quick yeah, yeah. multi-session uh, side quest thing where it's like, hey, you guys make a bunch of characters, okay? Make them at six level, okay? Now you're dead. That's right. <laughs> Wait, what? If, as long as you're all, yeah, kind of know that your party's going to be okay with that before you make them be okay Well, I mean, if they're, yeah, if they're, if they're your friends, I think it'd be kind of a fun, yeah, 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 you know, yeah. you sit down and get ready to Here's play. Here's the thing. Here's the thing that's be- beauty about this, right? at least from what I, this sort of a thing, their characters aren't really dead. 
Right. It's not yeah. like you're saying, oh, you killed him. Now go, here's pre-gens. You're going to play these other things. Yeah. <laughs> right. right. That's exactly. the difference, right? And they still get to play the characters they make. I mean, I, I, I don't know how this this adventure, this campaign would start off, yeah. but I would do it. was like, okay, you make, you, you make your six level characters. We're going to start at six level for whatever reason. You sit down. It's like, okay. You you wake up in in yeah. this wherever, and how did you die? Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Wait a minute. What? How how did you die? Yeah. And then go around and make everybody kind of do kind of like that session zero. Like, how do you know each other? Mm-hmm. How did you How did you all die together? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be fun. All right. How about another more important one? Speaking of death, um, let's talk about SVMP Swamp. Swamp. A swamp crawl in Morkborg. Third-party supplement in the TTRPG Morkborg. Explore the stinking swamps with new monsters, tables, original artwork, and more. Okay. Funded in 23 minutes. Uh, this one has raised almost $15,000 with 316 backers and sold 23 days left to go. Nice. Um, can I tell you that I'm conflicted about this one? Okay. Why are you conflicted? I love the visuals of this book okay it is i love the cool. presentation this guy's been doing a great job promoting it kind of giving hints and ideas for it on uh, different facebook groups that we're on um here here here's a good example the swamp is a festering sore deep within the forest of sarkash here it boils and burns spreading like an infected wound on the dying world belching toxic fumes into the blackening sky it is the home of hags and horrors beasts and bugs wriggling worms and buzzing blowflies it's great like i really like wow. how this pre- presents there's some killer art Mm-hmm. In this book, like some killer layout. Here is where I'm running aground with it. So I'm talking about it because I'm leaning towards getting it, but I haven't pulled the trigger yet. It's thirty-seven dollars. Oh, okay. for the physical, it's a hardback. Yeah, it's a hardback, right? Um. It's 80 plus pages. Oh, okay. Uh, a new setting, 20 plus horrible monsters, three character classes, uh, more scrolls, infections, and diseases, a uh, pre-written swamp crawl, random encounters, terrible tables, swamp area generator, cults, uh, and yada yada. It has everything in it that I like. It just feels a little expensive... For its size. I can I can see that. Like, here's the thing. At $37, I can't imagine a world where the retail is more than that. Correct. So I'm paying retail price. For not that's for, not, for, for nothing extra. Right. Other than, right. The, other than the PDF. Yeah. Okay. I might be wrong. I am. I mean, it's got a lot of cool stuff. They've got a full Pantone print in it, so you're going to get all those cool neon colors. Um, They're adding gold foil somewhere throughout it. Um, uh, It's got our buddy Simone Tometa doing artwork for it. Um, They're going to put a map in it. 
Uh, they made a poster for it now. It it's pretty stinking awesome. Um, it just is hard to, and and here's the thing, right? That poster that I just mentioned is really cool. It's limited. You have to raise the price for it, and it's an extra twenty one dollars. Yeah, yeah. Just is a very pricey book. It is, and I understand. Yeah, you know, all these. Yeah. That is one thing about the Morkborg stuff. If they're going for the Morkborg aesthetic, mm-hmm. I would imagine that, that that jacks your printing costs up right there just because of all the oh yeah, all the colors and all the strange fonts and, and nothing is you yeah. know, it's just it's just different. It, you know, because your pages are always changing. Yeah. It's not it's not consistent. I don't know. Maybe yeah. maybe it's not. I don't know. But yeah. who knows? Yeah, I don't know. Not me. Uh, so I'm going to recommend that you at least check it out if you're tuning in. Um, SVMP Svump. Svump. Um, I'll post a link here in the chat as well. Um, give it a look. See what you think. Let me know in the chat. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, Troy. Let's talk about quarter shots. Quarter shots. Uh, if if y'all you know have been. Uh, Checking out our our uh, Kickstarter or our crowd crowdfunding corners at all ever, um, you know I dig uh, handy stuff just like that. Hereafter, you know you have that in your back pocket in case all your characters die. Cool, you can pull that out and run a campaign. Quarter shots is in. I don't know about any of you, but uh, when I've got a consistent group, they never do what you expect them to do. Right, you you want them to go into town? No, they want to uh, make camp out on the road. Uh, your town's right there. Nope, I want to stay out here. Okay, fine. You, you stay out there. Quarter shots is a cool uh, forty-eight pages. Uh, they're going to be themed books. He he wants to do a series of these. Um, the first one is Road and Ruins. The next one is going to be Layers and Labyrinths. And in it are just a bunch of two-page adventures, little quick mm-hmm. adventures that are meant to be read through in a panic for when for when your your characters do so, your players do something you didn't expect. They're going to make that camp on the side of the road. You pull out roads and ruins. You start looking, and they have like down the side of the pages. Um, I love this. Yeah, what the. Kind of like a like a little on the page index type thing. It's like, well, I'm looking for I'm looking for something that happens on the road, on the road, on the road. Okay, there's one. Boom! You open it up. You got two pages. You got what the adventure is. You've got a couple of different ways of doing it. You've got the monsters. There's each adventure has like a little twist that you can employ if you wish to to keep your players on their toes. Um, yeah. I don't I don't know. I I dig this kind of stuff. It it it, it comes in handy. It really does. Because you know your players are always going to mess something up. You know what? I just backed it. Yeah? Nice. Yeah, I did. It, this is exactly like this is exactly the sort of resource that I find myself grabbing more often than anything else. Yep. Not necessarily in the panic, but in the like, all right, last session my players chose to head out from Tribor. 
and I don't want them to get to their next destination, Red Larch, in the next session. I want there to be a, a, a layover somewhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What can I pull from a resource to run something for them in between so that there feels like some yeah. travel, some some stuff that's happening on the road, some, you know, or they divert into a forest or they, you know, they, you know, one time they, they chose to, where were they at? They were somewhere on the long road on, on the sword coast or something. And they wanted to cut across some hexes not on a road, but they wanted to cut across and go through a forest to get to Neverwinter, or at mm-hmm. least the coast near Neverwinter. I'm like, there has to be something in this forest, right? Like, yeah, yeah. And I can either make something up, or I can go to a book like this and flip through and be like, "Yep, that looks good. <laughs> Let's do it." I can't tell you how many times I've done that. It's it's super useful. Yes. Um, and this has VTT assets, so makes it even better. Yeah, straight out of the gate, VTT access, a- assets. The art, I dig the way the art looks. It's, it's. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know how to describe it. It's, it's not simplistic, mm-hmm. but it's simple. It's solid. Um, it's kind of black and whitish. Some of it on like a mm-hmm. almost like a sepia toned paper. I'm looking at mm-hmm. uh, uh, this this unicorn, this broken unicorn pulling this oh, yeah, yeah, dark yeah. spiked carriage. And I, I don't know that j- there's something that says something. And again, yeah. it's not simplistic. It's just, it's simply done. It's clean. It's, it's evocative. It, it tell, it tells you a story just looking at that page, or it gives you inspiration to tell a story just from yeah. that. The little maps are cool. Little tips on how to do things and things like that. Yeah. I, I dig this and you can, there's two books that you can get. Um, Layers and Labyrinths and Roads and Ruin Ruins. Uh, you get both of them for fifteen for bucks. Twenty-five bucks for yeah, fifteen bucks for the for the PDF. Twenty-five bucks for 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 print. Yeah, that's I mean, what I'm saying. I like, mean, it's, it's a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer, really. And there's you, you can get some dice. You can get some critical hit uh, dice, um, deluxe dice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I. I'm a little bit confused when it says you can get 10 books. I'm like, are there going to be more books? Like, why would I back for 10 books? Probably a retailer, but whatever. Um, that's what um, I'm guessing, but I, I'm not, I'm not yeah. 100% sure. All right. So, uh, yeah, book, quarter, book. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Quarter shots. Give it a look. Check it out. Um, I think for the next ones, let me do my two. My latter. My two. Do I have two left? Uh, you have. Yes, let me do my my last two because the one the ones that you Bears and Legends. Yes, and Bears and Legends. And, uh, yeah, sure, sounds good. Yeah, Naya, that's reasonable. Naivina, so that way yep. we can end off with the two the two Perfect. biggies. I will do that. Uh, so Quarter Shots has eighty eight hundred dollars pledged of its seventy six hundred dollar goal. It has made it. It has three hundred forty five backers with twenty days left to go. Next, we're going to do Layers and Legends by yes. the DM Lair. Yes. Um, uh, can, I, can I put a little note on this one before you get dive in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so this one, the DM Lair did a book called... Yes. Into the Fae. Yes. Uh, that I have over on my shelf. That's a very nice book. I want to I put a plug there. Um, that's a good book. So mm-hmm. whatever you're about to say about this list, dear listener, 
keep in mind that Zach vouches for at least one of this person's of uh, books before. Um, uh, Joe, Joe is asking a question. Yes. Is the physical price too low? <sighs> 48 pages, full color book. Um, it's too good to pass on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so maybe that means that it's too low, Joe. Um, I think the $15 price is very reasonable for that book. Cobalt Press does is what I point to when I say, what is your soft cover book price supposed to be? Cobalt Press does a $20 book for a lot of their small soft covers. You know, that 24 to 48 to 60 page book, a lot of those are 20 bucks from them. Um, I think that you don't always have to do 20, but you should think very hard before you do 30 for a book of comparable length. Once you get over a hundred pages, I think you can do what you want. Um, but $15 is definitely what I would call a very reasonable price. Um, when you go up to $25 for two and they're 12 50 each, I think that's a steal. There's an absolute um, steal. Let me give you, I don't know how much they're paying for those books. All right. Caveat what I'm about to say with that. I wouldn't be surprised if they were paying five, six bucks a piece for those books. Easy. Mm-hmm. And so for every book that they sell, they're making, you know, six bucks at that half. You know, that's still not bad. That's still not bad. Um, so I, I think, I think it's okay. Um, hopefully they don't do anything more than 48 pages. I think 48 pages is the absolute maximum at that price. Yeah. Right. And, and it very well could be, you know, when, when the, he gives these out to the, to the backers at this price, but then, yeah. You know, retails, oh, I think that this better be a, a backer more. only price. I think it's, yeah, it I think 18 be. bucks, 20 bucks yeah. at, a, at a convention is probably, I would say, I would say definitely 20. I'd say you get this 20 all day long at a convention. All right, layers and legends. Layers and legends. More. All right, uh, and the DM layer is a YouTube channel that I do watch. Um, Luke Hart is the host. He he does some. He has some great content. Um, he does some some uh, kind of uh, funny videos when he tries to give some some DM tips where he plays multiple different characters, um, giving examples and, and, and insight as to what. The, what the issue is that he get, he's going to give advice about enjoyable I, I i like his content it's really cool and yes i loved into the fey and i agree with zach when he says that the cover of into the fey is probably one of the best third party covers it's just a good book and it's a good like, solid book yeah it's not let me caveat it's not mind-blowing no, but it's it's solid. It's yeah. I you, mean, you won't be disappointed. I think that's the and and, and if yeah. you're going to run a Fey Wild campaign, I think it would be a good yep. book to pick up. Yep, because it, 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 it really flesh things out. It would be uh, a lot of it would be great for uh, Wild Beyond the Witchlight mm-hmm. to help out with that. Um, but to, yeah, and to say it's not mind blowing doesn't degrade it at all because no, there's not much out there that really is. 
mind blowing it, it right now. But uh, yeah, uh, legends, legend, layers and legends. Now there's two books: layers and legends and loot and lore. Mm-hmm. Is how it works out, and uh, it's a, it's adventures and gaming resources, layers and legends. Um, uh, is twenty five drag and drop adventures plus maps and uh, over a hundred new monsters. Uh, loot and lore is 30 standalone encounters plus maps, 50 magic items, 25 puzzles, 50 random tables, 30 villains, 30 NPCs, 20 spells, 10 factions, and 4 subclasses. So a lot. And what what he Mm -hmm. did was he took all of the the Lair magazines that he does and is reprinting them, redoing them, adding more content, editing out some stuff, doing some errata. And the reason why it's two books is because it's going to be 800 pages or so. And mm. instead of putting it all in one Jeez. book, he's going to have it in two. So yeah. And this is, this is all of the layer magazines from 2021 Crazy. with stuff. So yes. Um, if, if you've watched any of the DM layer videos or you've checked out like into the Fay or any of his layer magazines, you know what kind of content he puts out. The art is really freaking good. Um, and we always talk about art. Mm-hmm. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, 5e compatible. Um, just from some of the artwork, I am really, really, really interested into what that art is for. Because uh, there's a half-page uh, artwork for the Adventure Ideas where it looks like a mermaid and um, a marrow. Are mm-hmm. the marrow is chasing the mermaid? It's like, oh, okay, what's that? I, mm-hmm. I love, I love the story that that picture's telling. The uh, the the next picture down, the random encounter chapter. At first, it's like, oh, it's just some some people looking in a in a river, yeah. mm, kinda. But yeah. what they're seeing is a completely different image than what's actually behind them. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I, I dig it. Um, it is. You can get the loot and lore uh, for sixty. Mm-hmm. Um, it 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 will be released uh, next April. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the one downside because you know gotta wait for it. Um, a hundred dollars mm-hmm. for the PDFs of the of Lairs and Legends and loot and lore. You get uh, your name in the credits. You get the map pack. You get some wallpaper art um, and access to the add-ons. I feel like it's a little bit. The hardcovers are a easier pill to swallow because I think it's $110 for both. Mm-hmm. And then I think you have to pay more to get both. I think this is that we're on the dying edge of people getting away with not giving you a PDF with your physical book. Yeah. This is not going to last much longer. So uh, this guy's obviously pushing you towards a hardcover experience when he makes the PDF so expensive. That's fine. He can do whatever he wants. We are, I think this time next year, personal, uh, personal evaluation based on our conversation um, that we had with Andrew, just supposition uh, from, from, 
Deity Beyond and just the way things are going, I think that you're going to be getting digital assets for your physical books at some point within the next year or so with Wogdi or with Watsi. And once that happens, I think it's going to be very hard for anyone to argue that that you shouldn't with them as well. Um, yeah, yeah, because uh, you know, I, yeah, I I, I agree because that's kind of one of those. Free League's already doing it. Diffius mm-hmm. is already doing it. There's a lot of big companies that are already doing that. It's a hard sell, and they're not charging extra for it. That's the thing, right? Like, mm-hmm. they you pay fifty bucks for their book, and you get the PDF. Um, you know. How do you, how do you feel about because like when you when you see the add-ons, um, it's forty bucks for a PDF of just one of the books. Yeah, it's yeah. I, I, I'm not I'm never going to do that. At four hundred at four hundred pages, uh, you know, that's yeah. ten dollars for every hundred pages. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, he's, he's doing well. the The Kickstarter is doing well. It's it's way funded. One hundred sixty five thousand. Yeah, yeah he's it's only doing good. Twenty, and the content is there. I mean, the content is solid. So, yeah, more power to it. Yeah, definitely. All right, let's move on. Let's do the Slavic setting. The Slavic setting. All right, this one is. Oh, uh, let me let me make sure I get this right. Neavina. Uh, cool. It is. It is Slavic. It is coming from uh, Poland. Uh, by the printing goes ever on. They <laughs> they put out some pretty cool stuff. They do a lot of three D printing STL files, mm-hmm. and uh, I have uh, several of those files myself. Um, they also did the uh, the props and puzzles that I backed, and I have those STL files, which are really cool. And this is trying to bring to life. Uh, the Slavic um, stories of, of old kind of allowing you to play them. Um, for those of you that don't know, I don't know who wouldn't know at this point, but this is where the Witcher comes from, this this area of the world. Um, so you've got you know a Slavic-themed D&D uh, style with new subclasses, um, new playable races based on on, on their folklore, new items and thematic spells with rituals, um, detailed lore, the, the nine Voivod ships, um, chapters about life in Naviena, mm-hmm. uh, its cultures and customs, uh, a bestiary, 50 stat blocks with unique monsters and characters uh, illustrated, ready-to-play adventures from low, mid, to high, um, maps, a language guide to help you pronounce at least words that sound like they come from this area. And they even say that it's like, you know, we're not trying to make you learn uh, a Slavic language, but here's how you would pronounce things in Mm -hmm. from this setting, which I thought was really kind of a cool um, idea. Um, Game master's guide and a crap ton of STL files. Well, I was going to say, so this is the same company that did puzzles and props, which is the STL file mm-hmm. uh, Kickstarter to give you all of the STLs needed to print the magic item set of the uh, yes. game master dungeon master's guide. Yes. Um, <laughs> which I think we went nuts for. Yeah. Uh, most, most definitely. <laughs> yeah. So 
Yeah, same same company. Yeah. Makes a lot of sense. And I mean, their their STL files, their 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 models are always fantastic. And I mean, if you've watched The Witcher at all, and you've seen any of the monsters that y'all uh, recognize, huh? Geralt, yeah, encounters, they have that weird, twisted vision. I mean, it's it, it's off putting. Very much like if you watch the 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 newer Hellboy movie with uh, mm. with uh, David Harbor, the the mm-hmm. the Baba Yaga from mm-hmm. that movie. I can. There's a few of these STL files I'm looking at. It's like, yep, that's what that reminds me of. Yep, that's what that reminds me of. Mm-hmm. So it gives you that that feeling. So I'm interested. That's I cool. love I love books like this. That oh, yeah. give me a that give me a look into a different culture, and not just something that somebody made up and threw in a D and D book. Um, yeah, yeah. It, it's based in real world mythology, and it gives you that ability to see what it was, what it's like. Um, I, so I I love this stuff. I love this kind of stuff. Hmm. Awesome. All right. Well, this Kickstarter has uh, $27,500 of a $10,000 goal, 379 backers, 24 days left to go. Um, Get yourself a lot of STLs and uh, some Slavic folklore and mythology. That's right. All right. We got two left. These these are the two big ones. The two big ones. They launched within, I think, a minute of each other. Pretty much, it felt like it because I got a notification of one, and when I picked up my phone to look at it, the other notification yep. hit me. So um, we're going to talk about them both real quick here. Um, let's start with old gods. Oh uh, yeah, hello, welcome, family. Uh, yeah, so this um, we're going to give props to our buddy Andrew for turning us on yep. to um, DM of the year. Uh, DM of the year, yeah. Uh, for turning this on to old gods of Appalachia. Actually, correction, current co-DM. Current co-DM of the year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, so he turned us on to the podcast. I started that a while back, and it's great. Old gods of Appalachia is this weird, like, the best way I could describe it, it's not exactly perfectly true, but it's like Cthulhu mixed with turn of the century, early 1900s, maybe not always that exact time, but around their coal mining, mm. Appalachia back country, right? It's yeah. awesome. It's a great show. Uh, the podcast is this short story horror anthology um, dramatized with some great voice actors um, telling Horrific Tales. Yes. Um, Monty Cook bought the license to turn this into an RPG, and uh, they have thus far raised $1.1 million with 8,500 backers and 18 days left to go. Um, yes. I, this is another one we're talking about. Uh, uh, three die six, but on the pre-show for this episode about like certain games, you know, you're going to play. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you buy stuff because you want to read it or you think it looks cool or just interesting. 
sometimes you buy things because you're like, I will play that. This is one of those that I'm like, yep, this is a, I will play sort of a thing. Um, uh, Money cooks. Great. Old God storytelling is great. Mm-hmm. I cannot imagine a world where they don't give me something that I'm excited to run a campaign of. Oh yeah. The only thing I would say, the only, it's not really a negative. It's not a downside for me is I, I am just worried that when this comes in, if, if I try to run it, I will not be able to do it, do it justice. That is the only thing, and it has nothing to do with the game itself. It's just the podcast is so good. I've listened to all of – I've I've not listened to any of the current season because I want to wait till I get several of them. There's several of them come out, but I've listened mm-hmm. to all the other stuff, I've, and I need to listen to the uh, the Patreon content. But oh, it's just such a good, such a good show. So creepy. So and. Steve Shell's voice, yeah. like like butter. Yeah. So the Kickstarter has uh, the core book, has a deluxe edition of the core book, has a campaign journal, it has character portfolios, and has an XP deck, has a resource deck, has premium dice, has a dice tray. It has a barrow and lock tin. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a downloadable primer for you to check out. Um, it is built around the cipher system, which I have yet to mess with, but it's on my list of things to learn. Um, they have these script coins that you can get as part of the Kickstarter. Um, I'm scrolling really quick through here. A GM screen, right? Yep. Um, it's gorgeous. It looks incredible. It's exactly what I wanted it to look like. Mm-hmm. Knowing, like, it looks like the podcast feels. Um, no brainer. I. Uh, I think you got to do this. Yeah this this isn't this isn't a should I back? It's which tier do I back it at? Yeah, that's yeah. that's basically your only question. Yeah. So let's look at this. So the PDF is twenty five bucks. I think that's very reasonable. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can get the book and the uh, PDF together for seventy. Um, for one hundred and twenty, you can get the limited edition book and the PDF, and then it goes up from there with a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, yeah, and and Craig's saying it it it, it is pricey. Um, if of course if you're going to ship it elsewhere in the world, um, most everything is these days, unfortunately. But yeah, especially for a hardcover in this this day and age, um, it's rough. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that said. Um, Craig, it is saying your rewards will be filled by your shipping by their shipping center in Australia, um, so you won't pay import duties or taxes. So I don't know if that does it for you or not, but it is customs friendly, um, and the same is true for EU, UK, uh, uh, the the people that'll have a harder time are the rest of the world and uh, Canada and like. South America, things like that. <clears throat> All right. Um, let's do this last one here. Yes. And uh, while we're, while we still got a moment, rounding out the hour, let's talk about our patron saint. All hail. <sighs> All hail. Uh, Matt Colville. 
uh, has done it again. Yes, indeed. This is his third Kickstarter. Uh, This one's called Flea Mortals, the MCDM monster book. Um, uh, Here's the tagline. What if normal monsters you're already using were more fun to run and more fun to fight? Um, Yeah. I, I would have backed this even if it didn't have his name attached to it. This mm-hmm. is exactly the type of thing that I love most. And I felt like I felt so much validation, Troy, when I watched his video on YouTube yes. about this book, because he was saying like, don't you hate it when a monster book, you pick up a monster book and it's just full of nonsense monsters with nonsense names. And you're like, when would I ever run this? Like it's mm-hmm. so specific and not even like, like maybe to a setting, maybe your monsters are in, you know, like specific because they're tied to your setting. But like, if I'm not running it in your setting, I don't care at all. Like yeah. what I want is a book full of things that I already know the, the genesis of them. And I know that I will use them in my game. Yes. Right. And this is the book he's made. He proposes that this book is a replacement, not an addition, not a supplement, not a whatever, but a replacement to the core monster manual. Yes. Yes. Uh, Yeah, I'm all about that. He uses his action-oriented monster design. Um, he has redesigned basically every creature in the monster manual to be more interesting to encounter. Yep. Great. Sounds good. You get like six different types of goblins as one of his examples, right? Yes. Um, you get new goblins, new kobolds, new orcs, new giants, new dragons, everything. The monsters that are not in the OGL, like the um, displacer beast, or the Beholder, he has created alternative, you know, original versions of. But if you look at them, you're like, oh, yeah, that's, yep, that's, that's what that is. his version of that, right? Um, uh, business RPG is asking, does it break IP? He So um, he doesn't call them uh, those things. So when he says Displacer Beast, it's he doesn't use the word Displacer Beast. He calls them like... A phase cat. It'd be a phase cat or an eye tyrant or... Yeah, yeah, exactly. So he, he, you look at it and you're like, oh, but with those, they're not just ripoffs. Like he has reflavored them. They still have the same feel. Yeah. But you could make an argument that the phase cat and the displacer beast could exist in the same universe they have enough differences um, that that they would work. Right. right. Um, yeah. Um, he's done away with the idea of spells with monsters, kind of like what Watsi is doing um, with a whole bunch of new spellcaster abilities. Um, and then the new monsters that he's put together are monsters that he feels like they've kind of listed out as part of this design of this book. They kind of listed out, these are the environments that most adventures are ran in. Let's design more stuff for those environments. So dungeons, 
caverns, mountains, forests. I think those were the type, the, the terrains that he, that they kind of focused on delivering more content for. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. This, this book is doing what I'm trying to do with, with what I do at Wagdi. Yeah. Yeah. And, and unfortunately some of the things that he's already talked about in, in this Kickstarter page, it's like, Oh, well, darn. (laughs) I did. Oh, well I, I was going to do. Okay. To me, it says that we're we're on the right path. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still gonna, but you know, whatever. And, so one and of you'll get that, mine first. You'll get mine first. That's right, because so. this is this is going to take a while. Uh, but so there's also rules for minions. He's got a whole bunch of different minions yes. in here. Animal companions. Here's the light bender cat, by the way, if you're watching this live. So this is his iteration on the displacer beast. Um, it's the light bender cat. Um, then there's retainers. Um, and uh, that's basically it. Right. Like yep. that's kind of what he's presenting here. Um, you can get the book, you can get stickers, you can get some pins and you can get a t-shirt and that's kind of what you're running with. And then the big bad is this huge, huge, what they call a tire act, yep. uh, which is his version of a beholder, but it is definitely not a beholder. Um, and it's a gigantic, gigantic mini. Yeah. It's yeah. It's a big mini. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, they have hit. They've done 1.3 million, so they've unlocked the stretch goal that gives you seven unique rival adventuring parties, one at every level from third to fifteenth, each with that, each with five NPC heroes. Um, and then they've also hit layers and hordes. Uh, so every action-oriented monster, at least twenty in this book, gets their own layer, complete, complete with maps, encounters, and unique treasure hoard. Um, right on. Yeah, super happy about this. All the all that's left is to hit that uh, two million mark, so that you can watch him play a single turn of the campaign for North Africa. Yeah, which is great. If you followed his stream live streams and things, you've heard him talk about this. This is a board game where a single round can take ten to fifteen hours to play. And where the box is estimating that it takes 1,500 hours to play the whole thing. But that, as far as anyone knows, nobody's actually played the whole thing ever. So that's just yeah. a guess. Yeah. Um, and you all thought playing a game of Monopoly was long. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's this, it's this crazy complex game that he's talked about a lot. He's owned a copy. He's never played it. Um, it's kind of a game that exists in Legend. Uh, so he's going to break it open and give it a go with his crew. If, if we break it, I think we will break it. I think. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. At 1.3 million, um, 1.3 million. And we still got 14 days left to go. 16,000 backers. 16,000 backers is an insane number. Yeah. Insane number. Uh, okay, so the caveat that I will give to this one, and this is our last uh, project to talk about, but um, this is delivering in October of 2023, but but Colville does not have a great track record when it comes to delivering on time. Love his stuff, love him, easy for me to back this project. 
not easy for me to say, oh yeah, you're going to get your book in October of 2023. At this point, his stuff is, I back it, I walk away, sometime I'll get it at some point. And it will be a grand surprise. That's oh. right. Yeah, yeah. He, I think he just struggles, um, him and his crew struggle with it. Um, that said, uh, Strongholds and Followers came in. Great book, super happy with it. Uh, Kingdoms and Warfare is not in yet, but from what I've looked at it, you know, seeing the PDF and whatnot, it looks great, and it is close to shipping, I guess. Um, so I think when you get your stuff, you'll be super happy with it. Mm-hmm. But don't expect... I mean, this is saying a year and a half. I'd just go ahead and assume two years, and, and you know, you'll get it when you get it sort of a thing. Um, this is my way. This is one of the ways that I like to support him though, and tell him that he does a great job. And if he's your patron saint, you kind of have to, you kind of have to pay the tithe. Yeah. So they'll take it. They take away your robe. That's right. If you don't. (laughs) That's right. Yeah. All right, man, that's going to do it for our Kickstarter corner. Um, Lots of good projects. You should definitely go head over to Kickstarter. Go check out some of these things. Lots of good ones. Um, shall we do a quick, a quick roundup here? Just, I, I think so. Just a quick. Okay. So we talked about soul burner RPG for Morkborg right at the beginning. Then we talked about the hereafter, which is about what happens when your character, your party dies. And there's a campaign to play through for them. Then, then we talked about SVMP, a swamp crawl for Morkborg. Uh, then quarter shots, uh, some really cheap two-page encounter stuff for um, a couple different books. Um, And then we talked about Layers and Legends by the DM Layer. We covered um, Navina, Navina, the Slavic 5e setting with the whole bunch of minis. Then we did Old Gods of Appalachia and Flea Mortals by MCDM. Love it. All right, well... With that, I think we're going to close this chapter of the podcast and we'll roll into another one. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next time. Yeah. Play great games, everybody. Have you ever found yourself wondering if Troy is all style and no substance? Do you have doubts on whether he really even knows where he's at or what he's doing? Well, wonder no more. Sign up for the World of Game Design newsletter and get free 5e content sent to your email each week, designed and curated by Uncle Troy himself. The newsletter also lets you know when we've got a new Kickstarter on the horizon or new product available, as well as kicking out early notifications on what gaming conventions we'll be attending throughout the year. Click the link in the show notes, sign up, and gain access to a world of understanding and insight with the World of Game Design weekly newsletter. Hey everyone, thanks for listening. If you like this episode and you want to continue the conversation with us, go ahead and head on over to our Discord. There's a link in the show notes, and you can always shoot us a message on Facebook to get a link there as well. Uh, While you're at it, if you wouldn't mind, give us a like on Facebook, give us a subscription over here on your podcast feed, uh, give us a review and some stars while you're at it. That would be awesome. That's the way we get in front of more people. And if you want to watch a live show, we're live almost every Sunday and Tuesday on Twitch and YouTube, and you can find links to all of that right there in the Discord. We'll see you next time.